Hello, everyone. My name is Kent C. Dodds, and this is the Remix Podcast, where we talk about how to make your user experience better. And I am joined by Michael Carter. Say hi, Michael. Hello, everyone. So happy to have you, Michael. Um, so Michael and I met through the Remix Discord. Um, I, I think that's where, where we first started interacting, uh, was on there. Probably on Twitter. I think I've messaged you a couple times on Twitter. So Yeah, yeah, okay. So we, we've passed by each other on the internet uh, a few times, and now we are actually able to see one another, which is always a, a fun pleasure. Um, but Michael, I'd, I'd love for everybody to get to know you a little bit. Could you introduce yourself? You can be as personal or professional as you like. Okay, thanks. Yeah, my name is Michael Carter. Um, I'm a software engineer with 30 years of experience. Um, my online nickname is Killiman. Um, it's short for Kilimanjaro, so um, ah. I had a consultant company um, named Volcanic Technologies. So I had a whole bunch wow. of names with volcanoes. So <laughs> that's I cool. Short, I needed a short um, handle, so Kilimanjaro is um, how that came about. Um, <clears throat> you know, I've been doing development, like I said, for thirty years. Um, I'm primarily a .NET developer, hmm. um, so the JavaScript and Node and all those kind of things are more of a personal passion. And as well as um, we're planning on migrating to uh, the node and remix, definitely, um, as we upgrade our, our systems. Sweet. Um, I, do development, um, I do web and mobile de development. So, um, so yeah, it's been pretty awesome. It's funny because um, I taught my daughter, Sarah, how to program. And um, we've gone through your testing React and oh. JavaScript and the Epic React courses. Sweet. Yeah. He loves it. And, and um, when she heard that I was going to be on the podcast, she was like, Dad, you're cool now because you're, you're you somebody famous. <laughs> yeah, she thinks you're web famous, at least. So yeah, yeah. that was awesome. She actually got her first programming job a few a uh, few months ago, and she she really loves it. So oh, congrats to her. That's awesome. Yeah, a lot of that um, thanks to you and your courses. So Oh, well, thank you. That's nice. That's nice to hear. Um, so 30 years of web development, my goodness, like yeah. there, there are not many people in the world who can claim that they are 30 years in and still going <laughs> on web development. That's amazing. I've been doing, you know, I started out doing um, C programming on the Commodore Amiga. And then I you know, got my first job right out of high school. And um, then we did my first real web stuff was uh, Microsoft's Active Server Pages. So Remix kind of, you know, just like PHP, you kind of get that whole request response dealing with form submits and things like that. So hmm. it's it's come full circle for me, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that it's uh, kind of fun to, I, I remember when Next uh, came out, uh, Guillermo would talk about how, uh, what he really wanted was uh, the PHP experience where you have a single file and that uh, in a file system. And when you uh, navigate to that, um, path uh, on the web server, it just runs that, executes that file, and whatever that file you know returns is the response that you get. Um, and I, I feel like they got they got pretty close, um, but Remix has just really nailed that sort of experience um, and then add, added a bunch of really needed um, features like nested routing and stuff um, that. Uh, you know, we're kind of remixing the the cool tech of modern technology, what we have today with um, that experience that we had back, you know, before I was programming. 
So yeah, um, I think one of the benefits that Remix has is that you get to focus more on your business, on the business logic, and not necessarily the plumbing that you had to do with React. Mm. So much um, boilerplate, um, any type of mutations or what have you, you had to do the whole, you know, prevent default. Yeah. That kind of stuff. So it was kind of really hard. I wish we had Remix when I was teaching my daughter how to program. <laughs> I think yeah. it made more sense to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've I've really enjoyed programming this. You know, I, I was actually when um, you tweeted, I, you had been tweet talking about Remix, and you know I had known about Michael and Ryan um, through React Router and their and their online training and stuff like that. So and I was very interested in it and as soon as you you tweeted the um the buy link i think a little early Uh (laughs) i I was one of the few that got that dollar test license yeah (laughs) whoops yeah i've I've been i've been with remix since day one and um i love it i you know um i've been tinkering you know definitely going into the um the source code and kind of like seeing how it works and you know i was one of the ones that helped add the um, source map support. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) um, You know, I, I figured out how to do the little tilde thing so we could. Yeah. that. So just, you know, a couple of things that, you know, I was like, as I worked with it, it was like, Hey, I wish I had this. So I was just going and figure out how to do it and post the patch online. So. Yeah. That, that actually, those early days of uh, remix were really fun because like it was just a, a, Everybody in the community was there because they wanted to be there and they were like excited and interested and and they'd put money down. And so like we were all um, very invested in this. And so like that early group of supporters. Um, yeah, that was a fun time. Early time. Yeah. Remix. Now, you know, I try to be on the, uh, the remix discord and, you know, I answer as many questions as I can. But, you know, I just go away for lunch and then I come back and there's like 200 plus messages. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really hard to. To, to keep up with it but um yeah i try to be as helpful as possible because you know i want everybody's experience with remix to be a positive one so oh thank you so do i yeah i i felt that way so much that i decided to join the company <laughs> oh, yeah, that, I, that was like i was kind of a no-brainer I, you know, <laughs> I i think everybody in the community was was not surprised and were rooting yeah. for you position so yeah you know like uh, when that happened i thought like it it would be nice if everybody's new job was an obvious thing like oh yeah obviously they'd work there you know like because that would mean that it was a a job that they really wanted that that they fit really well and um anyway one one thing that you mentioned earlier uh that had me thinking uh about the like all the boilerplate you typically have in a react application uh, I, I saw, I think it was just yesterday, somebody tweeted asking um, for a good forms library in React. And they mentioned a bunch that like are the first ones people typically think of when they think of forms library in React and, and why they didn't really like those. And so I was thinking, okay, what would I say? Well, like use Remix. Uh, you don't really need a forms library uh, when you're using Remix. And it's because all of that uh, boilerplate and, and wiring up of stuff uh, is uh, like it's handled for you. Um, you don't have to worry about wiring things up like it and you only really get this when your front end and your back end work together seamlessly like they do with remix yeah definitely um in fact when people ask that on the discord i generally point them to my um, remix params helper 
um, which mm. is primarily more for server side validation, um, because you know just when you're submitting a form, any type of user input, you want to want to validate, make sure yeah. that it's the data is in the correct format. Um, I'm using Zod in that to to yeah. generate the schema and then do the parsing. And because I can use that same schema on the client, then I created some helpers that that actually set the um, the name, the type, and required, and those kind of things, the standard HTML attributes, so that you get native browser validation mm. um, without having to have a specific forms library. And um, you know, it's worked well for me. It, it's simple. It's it doesn't have a lot of bells and whistles yet, but um, it handles the majority of use cases that I have. So um, yeah, and that's one of the things about Remix is that you can really just deal get back to the platform level and, and standard yeah. JavaScript, standard um, HTML, HTTP stuff, and not have to um, be so invested in the React aspect of it. React just happens to be the view framework that, that we're using. Um, but it, you know, with Remix, you don't have, you're not tied down to that. You can use the standard web development technologies that, that have been around forever. So. That's, I think that was the number one allure for me um, learning about Remix is, you know, like I said, I've been in the business for 30 years, so I know the web platform. Um, so it's nice to be able to leverage a lot of that stuff that I was using before in, in the React ecosystem. So, um, so, so yeah, that's, it's, it's been really fun. It's, I think um, there was a, a quote where you know it makes you know remix makes web development fun again <laughs> yeah. uh, and i totally agree with that because you know i've had more fun in the last you know six months using remix than i have you know in the last 10 years probably so. <laughs> yeah you know um and what's really cool about that property of remix um leveraging the web platform so well is the um, the user experience that you get out of that. Um, and so like using uh, native um, browser validation stuff like with your utility for you know the required property and stuff, um, screen readers and, and browsers behave in unique ways uh, and in helpful ways for users when you're using those technologies. Um, and, and it also means that those things will work uh, before the JavaScript finishes loading, uh, before the app is hydrated, um, or if it never hydrates at all, for uh, you know network problems or whatever, and so the um, you know like I, I've had the experience where I'm I'm using an app and I go to navigate and my connection goes down for some reason. Maybe I'm going through a tunnel or something, and the app is totally unusable. Um, I mean, at some point you do need an internet connection to to talk right. to a database, but um, the, the less reliance that you have, um, or, or maybe the more resilience that you have, I guess, um, against those sorts of situations, the, the better the user experience is. And so relying on the platform for those things just really um, it, uh, enables the browser to make the user experience really stellar. Oh, definitely. I, you know, in my day job, um, the, the apps that I create, um, because it's it's for field technicians and sometimes they're in areas with spotty networks. So the apps that, um, that I write actually have to be able to work offline. So everything is, you know, saved locally and then synced up to the server once they have mm. connectivity. So um, 
you know, at some point I know that Remix is going to have, you know, service worker support. So, you know, we can even go beyond, you know, the whole um, current usability, user experience, the quick, fast um, access that we have now to support that offline mode. So that if you do have a lost connection, you can just, you know, store your requests in the service worker and then play it back once it's done. And then, you know, so Remix just opens up so many possibilities. Um, I'm currently rewriting my uh, blog. Um, it's at killerman.dev and I'm using Cloudflare, Cloudflare workers. Yeah. Try to say that fast. <laughs> Cloudflare workers. And it's been a joy, you know, and what's, yeah. what's interesting is that again, because it's more like a browser API on the back, on the back end versus the node API, you know, there are some, um, restrictions that you have um, mm. versus being able to do the kind of things that you would typically do in a, a node type application. Um, so one of the things that I've done is I've leveraged the fact that um, all my code is on GitHub and I use GitHub actions to act as my node server. So, yeah. So um, because I use MDX for my content and I'm using your um, MDX bundler, um, in order to get, you can't really do the compiling on uh, Cloudflare Worker because it doesn't support the eval, which mm -hmm. takes that code and, and, and evaluates it. So what I do is when I do the um, commit the com, um, the content to GitHub, the GitHub action will actually do the compiling and then post the HTML and the code to to my backend to the serve to the um, worker which then stores that content in um, the KV store. Mm -hmm. So now all I have to do is when I hit the uh, blog URL, it just takes the slug and does a KV get and, and just streams that back down. So from a user experience aspect, it's blazingly fast because it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like outrageously fast, like yeah. faster than SSG. Exactly. Um, it's crazy. It's kind of like quasi SSG because I'm, I yeah. am statically generating the, you know, the HTML and that at the time that I'm committing. Um, but yeah, it's still dynamic. Um, mm. If I want to do authentication, I can still have authenticated pages. Yeah. All that kind of stuff that you need um, to make a truly dynamic site. You can still do that, but, you know, you can kind of leverage whatever platform you're doing. Um, whether it's Cloudflare or Fly.io for Node, um, you can then leverage those um, unique characteristics of the platform and just make your um, app even better. So um, that's one of the, again, Remix is just, it's been a godsend. I've, um, you know, I've had, I've tried all the different technologies over the years, um, but by far this is the one that really gets you the closest to just, writing your, um, you know, the happy path is, mm. is what I, you don't have to worry so much about all the air conditions and those kind of things, because especially with the, you know, air boundaries and the catch boundaries that, you know, whoever just, whoever came up with the catch throw response for catch boundaries, that's like, that was so smart. Cause that yeah. really, um, allows you to, at the beginning of your loaders and actions, you know, check for all the error conditions and then just bail out and then let the catch boundary render it. And then after you do all those things, you, everything else is now a happy path. And 
Yeah. Just focus on that. That's kind of where I'm, you know, I just been focused so much on getting the, um, um, you know, web platform um, on my, on my app, just, sorry, I'm kind of blabbering now. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. Yeah. Uh, like your, uh, your blog is kind of what I, I think that I would uh, try to do what you're doing if I were to rewrite my blog. So my blog is on fly.io. And so it's still at the edge because Fly has multiple region like or regional deploys. I have six regions throughout the world. It's not quite the uh, hundreds or I, I don't know how many regions Cloudflare has, but many. <laughs> um, but uh, but and and all my data is in those regions and everything too. And so my app is like most pages respond within 250 milliseconds or less. Um, yours is like sometimes less than 100, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty wild what um, this modern technology can do. And Remix is just so well suited for taking advantage of this modern tech. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, one of the things is, you know, your, your app is a lot more complex than mine. You know, you do a lot more things. So having a node backend, you know, suited you well, you know, you have a lot of database access and things yeah, like that. But yeah. mine is more serving up, you know, static content um, you, you know, with your team, you know, the team concept, you know, you're having a lot more, um, things re reflected in that. So, yeah. um, but the fact that you still can do, you know, sub second, um, you know, rendering is, is, is still pretty amazing considering, yeah. you know, most of the websites, you know, you could, that's two or three seconds just to load mm -hmm. the page, let alone make it interactive. So, yeah, you know, I, I think sometimes we forget as developers, how slow the rest of the web is when we're so used to uh, navigating around developer blogs that are static site generated stuck on a CDN. And we think that's like, um, that's normal to have like 500 milliseconds or less uh, response time uh, to get a static file. <laughs> and so like then when you go to uh, a site that's actually got user stuff and, and um, dynamic uh, stuff where you can't cache that stuff on a CDN. Um, yeah, lots of websites are multiple seconds before you get any sort of response. So the fact that um, that I can get 250 or less uh, milliseconds or less, um, and every page is unique to every user, um, like that's actually pretty sweet. And and I'm not Amazon. Like I'm just one one guy, and Remix enabled me to do that. Yeah, like you said, the 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 web platform um, capabilities, you know, computing on the edge has just gotten so much better over the last few years. So it, you no longer, it's no longer a magic to do that. It used to be, you know, you had to set up, a, you know, you had to manage all of that if you wanted to replicate right. your site across multiple locations and you had to set up different data, you know, go to set up your data, different data centers. But now it's like a one-stop thing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's no longer um, you know for us small fry have to just you know settle for a single VPS somewhere on like Digital Ocean or whatever to host your host your right. play with the big boys and, and yeah was, I think that democratizes um, you know web web applications definitely oh yeah like I, I guess for a long time your option was like. Uh, you know, a single node on, um, you know, somewhere in a specific region. 
um, for a dynamic app or the Jamstack so that you can have you know your static HTML distributed all over the world. And that, those were your options. And given that those were your options, like SSG and uh, just, you know the CDN approach, the Jamstack approach was just like drastically easier because you're literally just putting files on on a you know you basically drag and drop, but you can set that up to be automated. So there's no server to uh, to worry about, and uh, you ended up with a what felt like a much faster user experience. And, and especially if it was just static content, then it certainly was a faster user experience. Um, and, and so I got caught up in that too. Uh, that's when I, uh, did my blog, uh, originally, um, it was like, yeah, why wouldn't I go with static site generation and, and put it on a CDN? It's way better than managing a server. Um, and at the time serverless wasn't quite ready to, to render a react app. Um, and so, yeah, I was just like, yep, this is great. Um, and even with serverless, like you're still, you pick a region, uh, you know, and, and it, so if you want it to be fast, everywhere in the world, you are still stuck with, uh, with having to do um, uh, static site generation um, and so that you could deploy it all over the world. But just the infrastructure has gotten so good now that you can de just deploy your app all over the place, have data replicas everywhere, um, make things, you know, compute on the edge. It's amazing. And, and, and at the end of the day, like, we're, this isn't all just like fun technical babble stuff that we're just doing because it's fun technically. It is fun technically, um, but it ends up in a much better user experience because my app now, um, well, before when I was doing static site generation, as soon as I wanted to add something dynamic, like my workshops to say oh, there are tickets available, I had to have a loading spinner. Uh, and so you'd, you'd see this flash of loading state. I hated that. Uh, it was not good for users. Exactly. Uh, you know, things would pop in place. Uh, so if you don't have a loading spinner, then it pops in place when it does load. Like, so you've got to have some sort of loading state. It's really annoying. Uh, or you would have to re-statically generate everything. And that's the ISR stuff, the incremental static regeneration, which is like really complex um, uh, solution to this problem that we kind of made, you know, invented <laughs> for ourselves. So now like my site, if I want to, want to do anything dynamic, it all just... Uh, it, it can happen and I don't have to worry about the the problems of managing servers and stuff. It's way easier to do that. Um, and, uh, and it's like just as fast as SSG and way more capable. So we're in a pretty exciting time now. Yeah. Cloud-based computing, you know, that once they started that, that took a load off of my plate. Yeah. <laughs> you have to manage your own servers and all that kind of stuff. And then now you can just kind of outsource that to, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I definitely feel that, you know, with static site generation, um, you know, like you said, if it's static content, it's fine. But once you, <clears throat> once it needs to load data, or <clears throat> even if you just want to, you know, do some kind of mutation, you know, it needs the JavaScript, you know, and um, just like before, when, um, you know, you may be able to deploy the static part on the edge, you still ended up having, you know, a single backend server or, you know, you know, serverless region. Um, I think that's why a lot of um, systems like Firebase and those became popular was because, you know, they were at least they gave you the database and the user authentication, those kind of things. But with Remix, you know, you can control all of that. And, um, yeah. So you have a lot more flexibility with Remix because now, you know, you're, you're in charge of, you know, how you want to handle your data and um, being able to serve it up quickly. So 
The remix definitely has opened up a lot of doors. It's uh, made not only the user experience better, but the developer experience. I, you know, I can't say enough about how much more productive I feel um, writing remix code because, again, I'm just de- focusing on, you know, what is, you know, what is the purpose of this app instead of the, all of the, you know, the boilerplate that you typically have to do to to get an app working. Hmm. Yeah, and you know, um, when I think about that, um, I, I've heard that said many times with different technologies over the years, like Firebase is a uh, really good example of situations where like, yeah, you can, you know, just let the uh, all the boilerplate go, you just bring in our library and, and so many things are easy. And what makes Remix unique in this attitude is that um, it's not that like Remix is just like this library you bring in and it takes care of everything for you necessarily. It's that it has the right fundamentals and primitives nailed down for you so that the code that you write is simple. And and so like you can understand it, you can change it. Whereas other abstractions that I've written or that I've used are a lot more like we handle everything for you and there's an API for anything you could possibly imagine you'd want to do. And um, uh, where Remix is, we take care of all the fundamentals. We smooth things over with the platforms and things. Um, we and we give you, we expose the web platform APIs to you uh, that you just use those. Uh, and so the the difference or the important difference there is that um, you spend a, with the former. You spend a lot of time learning uh, the the library, uh, learning those specific APIs, reading those docs. Um, and bumping in the edges of the use cases that they were thinking about when they built their solution. Um, but with Remix, you spend a lot more of your time uh, learning the web platform better so that you can use those web platform APIs. And uh, the because the foundation is just so solid, the code that you end up writing, uh, you have a lot of control over that. And, and you can make uh, it... It doesn't become a, a matter of oh I need to go look up the docs to see how do I do uh, you know make a QR code so people can log in. It becomes a matter of oh I see my code that I wrote right there and I know exactly how I could implement something like that because it's it's there it's in front of me. So there, there's less API uh, to to learn about and the API that you do learn about is like transferable skills because it's the web platform. Oh definitely. I think one of the nice things about um, Remix. Um, is, you know, I've had to browse through multiple web apps and it's some, you know, it's hard because, you know, typically you have to look at four or five different pages just to see what, you know, you know, files just to see exactly, you know, how this particular uh, feature is working. Mm. Uh, whereas with Remix, you know, plus Tailwind, you know, everything can be all in one, co- on, on one in one file. So mm. you can see, you know, what data is being, you know, retrieved. You can see um, how the data is mutated. You can see how it's rendered, all the styling and so forth. So um, not having to juggle multiple files, I think that's also um, makes makes things a lot easier. Yeah, totally. That's that's a big win. I, I'm a huge fan of, of being able to just see everything in one one place. Um, co-location is big. Um, Cool. So we're we're coming down toward the end of our time here. Um, so I think we should start talking about what our key takeaway is. So like, what would you say, Michael, is the the one thing based on like some of the stuff we've talked about? What's the one thing that could help uh, our listeners 
um, make their user experience better, whether or not it has to do with remakes? Um, I think just to be cognizant of, you know, how your app loads for the user, um, because that's their first impression of your site. So if it if it's takes a long time to load or you have the loading spinners or it fails because JavaScript it hasn't finished loading, you know, those are all things that, you know, I'm going to give you a bad experience for the user. So the fact that Remix, um, it's not that it's doesn't require JavaScript, but it's once it once it's loaded the initial HTML um, payload, you know, your app is pretty much ready to go. You can yeah. view it. Um, all the data is already there. You know, if there's a form, they can still submit it. Um, those kind of things um, are not broken um, if you don't have, you know, a fast connection to download, you know, megabytes worth of JavaScript that a lot of applications do. So I think um, if you see that your current app um, is experiencing that, then definitely give Remix a, a try because it gives you a lot more control over how those assets are loaded for the client and gives for the user and, and gives them um, a better experience, definitely. And not only that, like I said before, um, the developer experience is just, you know, a joy to work with. So um, it's kind of a win-win. So both the user and the developer are happy. And that's always a good thing in my book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that would be a good thing, a uh, good takeaway. So for everybody listening, uh, go to your app and open up your network tab, do a hard reload, pretend that you've, uh, you're have you a user that's never been to this app before and see what that experience is like. Uh, maybe slow down the network tab to, to simulate what it's like for your CEO who's in Shanghai uh, to load your app and, and see if maybe they would talk to you about that <laughs> if they were in that situation. Exactly. Um, hey, thanks so much, Michael. What, what's a good place for people to, to connect with you and keep up with what you're doing? Um, like I said, um, I'm in the process of um, revamping my dev blog. It's going to be kiliman.dev. Um, also, I'm on Twitter at Kiliman and um, GitHub is github.com slash Kiliman. So I try to... I, Anytime a new service comes up, I try to sign in before someone snatches my name. So yeah, yeah I know that feeling well. <laughs> yours is pretty unique, so I, I don't know. If, you know, unless someone really wanted to impersonate you, I think you're pretty pretty set. So. Yeah, I, I hope so. I, there have been people who have tried to impersonate me, and that is frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, thanks so much, Michael. This has been a pleasure, and thanks everybody for listening. We'll talk to you next time. All right. Thank you. Bye bye.